Well, it's great to have you with us. My name is Brian Quick, and welcome to episode number one of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. And since we are just getting started, if this podcast is bringing value to you, it would mean the world to me to give this show a review. And if you really feel like it's valuable information, share it with everyone you know on social media, etc. That would mean a lot. Okay, so if you don't know anything about me, which honestly is very likely, let me first say this. I always want to be a student and to continue to learn on a daily basis, which is why I'm so excited to bring great minds in on this show so that we can all learn and grow together. I love to read on leadership, entrepreneurship, business, finances, and spirituality. You see, when you get better, those around you get better. So this podcast is committed to bringing true and real value to your life, whether you're a leader in a company, an entrepreneur, financial guru, a pastor, or even a stay-at-home mom of four. I was honored to tour with Mallory Hope on the Winter Gym Tour this past year. I have a love for travel, but most importantly, I have a love for connecting and growing with others. So if you are a business owner, pastor, a leader, conference planner, I would love to connect with you about working together with your organization. You can contact me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. That's brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so a little bit more about me. I'm married to my wonderful wife, Jennifer, and we have one son by the name of Cooper. You see, Jennifer and I have been married for five years. We do plan on having more children, but with smart planning and God's timing and some fun. hey yo! if you catch what I'm saying. My son is going to be turning four at the end of December. He loves to reenact the PJ Masks though, and with PJ Masks toys, he loves to swim, and he loves mommy for sure, 100% mama's boy. I strive to be an example in this world. You see, I strive to be an example at home. I strive to be an example wherever I am and wherever I go. Because I believe that leading by example is what will be the ultimate form of changing this world. Leading by example. I want to be authentic with integrity at home, outside of the home, wherever I go. Now, on the show, I will be talking about everything from entrepreneurial perspective. But I promise you, the value is transferable. So if you are a church leader, these principles will apply to you. If you're a leader in an organization or you hope to be a leader one day, if you are leading a nonprofit, or if you want to be just a better leader in your family, I truly believe that these principles that will be talked about will be very, very helpful. My goal is to release a podcast every Wednesday, although this one released on Saturday. The episodes will range from 20 minutes to 45 minutes, depending on if we have a guest on the show or not. You will be able to listen in on every platform that we can get it on, including my website at www.brianquick.net. That's www.brianquick.net. I'm going to have the notes available as well from the podcast. I love connecting and I love asking questions and I love answering questions when I know the answers. And if I don't uh, know the answers, I will research and find it. If you have questions, you can email me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. That's brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. And I will try to answer these questions here on the show. All right. It's time to get started, and the way the podcast is going to work is that I will have a series of topics, kind of like you would experience in church. So this first series is titled, Stop It With The Attitude. Stop it with the attitude. It's five ways your attitude is harming your career and life and how to get rid of them. 
That's right, how to get rid of them. I'm not just going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you how to get rid of it. I'm going to hit on one way for the next five weeks. It's going to be a great series, and I know it's going to bring a great value because I have personally experienced all five of these attitudes at different times of my life and how I overcame them. There are five different ways that your attitude can be harming your career and your life, and you will likely see yourself living or have experiencing at least one of these types of attitudes in your personal life. You're probably going to be like, oh my goodness, I remember when I was going through that season, or oh my word, that's me right now. Or maybe even you know someone you work with who has an attitude like this that I'm going to be talking about, and it's just hard to deal with that person. If you're listening to this as a group, I'm going to have a few questions for you so that you can talk with your family and peers and to help each other grow. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about black or white thinking, catastrophic thinking, filtering the positives, jumping to conclusions, and a misconception of external control. That's black or white thinking, catastrophic thinking, filtering the positives, jumping to conclusions, and a misconception of external control. I'm sure we've all experienced at least one or two of these. Okay, so let's start this off by talking about black or white thinking. Let me ask you this question for starters. Have you ever had a not so pleasant experience that causes your mind to automatically jump into autopilot and put its own little spin on the situation? Well, let me go and tell you this. I have, and I've had this uh, type of thinking before many times. So, but one way that I can think about it right off the bat is when I auditioned for Elevation Worship um, back in 2011. I, I have heard about Elevation Worship. I've known about Pastor Stephen Furtick and Elevation Church since 2009. And as soon as I heard a sermon from Pastor Stephen and as soon as I listened to the worship um, from Elevation Church, I fell in love and, and I always knew that I was uh, wanting to be there. And um, I auditioned the first year and I didn't make it. And, you know, usually the first time I, I usually don't get that upset about it. I'm like, all right, well, let me figure out how I can learn. They kind of gave me some pointers of what I needed to do better. Well, I worked really, really, really hard. And um, that same year that I auditioned again in 2011 for Elevation Worship, I was in a contest for Best in Drummer through Sam Ash. And I literally had to go audition for Elevation Worship and leave there and go straight to um, play for this contest. And so it was a huge day of drumming. It was a great, a lot of great fun, very blessing to a very, a big, very big blessing to meet every everyone on uh, that experience. However, um, I found out that I had won the best in drums contest the same day that I found out that I did not again make the audition uh, and the old team with Elevation Worship, and so um, that hit me really hard. And um, I just in, automatically went, I'm never going to be able to play for Elevation Worship. I'm never going to be able to, uh, I'm never going to be good enough. You know, actually, you know what? I can't play for them. I must really, really, really suck as a musician. I must really, all, all this work, all, all this practice that I've put in um, into drumming, you know, it's, it hasn't amounted to anything. I just started going into this autopilot mode of just, Everything that I have uh, thought about music, everything that I've thought about how uh, God's been using me was just nothing, and I thought I was never going to be used again in playing drums. So what I experienced there was actually what psychologists say is called cognitive distortions. And what they are is they're patterns of thinking that take a simple event and apply a very subjective interpretation and then wreak havoc 
like a runaway train all in your head. You see, when you let cognitive distortions overtake your thinking patterns, you create more stress for yourself, you lower your self-esteem, and erode your self-confidence. You erode your self-confidence. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a, uh, 11 stats that prove stress is bringing you down, and this could be one of the reasons why. Just white or black thinking. All right, so listen to this. This is really scary stats about stress, okay? So 300 billion dollars a year, 300 billion dollars a year in annual cost to employers in stress-related healthcare missed work. 300 billion dollars a year, guys. Okay, two, 77% of people regularly experience physical symptoms caused by stress. You know, upset stomach, headaches, um, tension, um, you know, needing to go to the chiropractor, you know, getting on that medications because of physical physical um, symptoms. 77% of people. Guys, that's over three-fourths of the world. Okay, number three. 73% of people regularly experience psychological symptoms caused by stress. So now not only do we have physical symptoms, but we have psychological symptoms. Number four. 33% of people feel that they are living in extreme stress. 33% of people feel that they are living in extreme stress. 48% of people feel their stresses have increased over the past five years. Why do you think that is? 48%, almost half the world, feel that their stress has increased over the past five years. 70%, 76%, excuse me, though, this is very interesting. You ready for this? 76% of people cited money and work as the leading cause of their stress. Now, it's so interesting because I'm going, I'm going to hit all, a little topic here on this one. 70, 76% cited money and work as the leading cause of stress. And guess what, guys? Whether you believe it or not, we are in control of our money and we are in control of our work. You might have a boss, you may work for somebody, but you can choose right now to leave your job if you really wanted to. I mean, nothing's really stopping you from quitting your job. But then there you go, you have money. You have to make money, right? You have to make money, and working is how you make money. But money is not an income issue, guys. Money is behavior. Okay? So our behavior is, I would say, causing distress. Our behavior. Number seven. 48% reported lying awake at night due to stress. Almost half the world cannot sleep because of stress. That's just crazy. 54% said that their stress has caused them to fight with people close to, close to them. 54% said that their stress has caused them to fight with people close to them. 60% of people, uh, sorry, 60% of 26,000 workers in the United States were uh, so unhappy with their current jobs that they would prefer to choose a new career. 60%. And I think that's, a, I think that the, the, I encourage changing a new career if you feel like you need to get out. If you're unhappy with your job, find another job that's going to make you happy. I encourage that. Number 10, 87% of workers worldwide are emotionally disconnected from their workplaces and less likely to be productive. 87, that's almost 90% of people worldwide are emotionally disconnected from their work. They just go to work and just go through the motion. 87%. Okay? Unhappy workers 
are 10% less productive. So bosses, leaders, if you're a boss out there and you have people who work for you, if your employees aren't happy, they're going to be less productive. They're going to be less productive. Your employees, not the customers, are a priority. Guys, if your employees are not going to be giving you 100%, your customers aren't going to be coming at the rapid growth that you want them to go. Okay, employees first, customers second. Employees first, customers second. Guys, those ghost stats are sad. And honestly, I think it's behavior. So listen, white or black thinking, let's get back to that. Okay, again, well, I've kind of already went over it, but this is when life and all the situations in it become an all or nothing game. Okay, for me, it was uh, not uh, getting the audition and getting on the team. And thinking that I'll probably never be able to ever be able to play drums for Elevation Worship. Um, you see, in this kind of distortion, you see one failure and the project, the same fate upon all. And then you project the same fate upon all your future endeavors as well. I, I was like, I'm never going to play drums again. I'm never going to play for Elevation Worship. And here's the funny thing. I just won this Best in Drums contest. But that didn't even matter to me. I, I already thought I was the worst drummer in the world and that I would never mount to anything. Okay. There are times when this kind of thinking can actually be beneficial, though, but only in the right time and circumstances, which I will discuss further down in this show, this episode. So let me ask you a question. Do you ever catch yourself ever using the words always or never? Think about it. Do you ever catch yourself using the words always or never? For example, I always feel like I get stuck in traffic. Or my boss or spouse never listens to me. If you think that, hear me out. This type of thinking will always make the situation appear much worse than it actually is. Okay, This type of thinking will always make the situation appear much worse than it actually is. All right, With this type of thinking, you, you are either a failure or a success. There's no medium there. You're, never, you're either a failure or you're a success. And when you think this way, you lose all of the options, guys, that you have to become better because you believe there are none. Mm. When you think this way, you lose all options. Every option that you have to better yourself is gone because you believe you have none. And yes, you can remove all your options away from you if you believe there are none. If you believe there are none, there are none. Okay? If you believe there are some, there are some. Now, let's talk about how to fix this issue. Because this is a very, 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 very important issue that needs to be fixed if you're going through this. One, you must start looking for the gray areas in your situation. There's always a gray area. There's always a gray area. You must start looking to find that medium. All right? You may not have nailed that one question in your interview but you answered the rest of the questions perfectly. Just like me, I may have not have made the team at Elevation, but I just won this Best in Drums contest. There's always a positive or a gray area in the situation. Okay, if you're trying to diet and you had one brownie, okay, that doesn't erase the success you've already accomplished. Okay, think about it this way. Say you weigh 250 pounds and you've lost, uh, and you've lost 50 pounds and you now weigh 200. You eat one brownie, 
I promise you that one brownie is not going to send you back to 250 pounds. That, you see what I'm saying there, guys? That brownie is not going to send you 50 pounds heavier right back to where you started. Okay, Even if you gained two pounds, you're still 48 pounds down. Get that into your mind. You have to find and focus on what you have accomplished. All right? Perfectionists live this way. And I used to be a perfectionist, guys. Oh, my word. Did I want everything to be perfect? And listen, but listen to this. Perfectionism is a liar. Don't believe a word it says. Perfectionism is a liar, just like fear. Perfectionism doesn't exist No one on this earth, if you're breathing right now and you're listening to this, perfectionism doesn't exist. You're not perfect. Okay? You will always be let down by the word perfect because as a human, you're not. I hate to say it, but you're not perfect. Embrace that. Embrace the fact that you're not perfect. Guys, let that sink in right now. You're not perfect, so stop trying to be Stop trying to be perfect. Get that weight off your shoulder right now. Take it off of you. You don't need to have that weight on your shoulder right now to be perfect. You're not, and you're not going to be, so just stop it. Strive to be your best, absolutely, but not perfect. If you have a weight right now on your shoulders or in your mind that you have to be absolutely perfect, guys, let it go right now. Let that weight off. And the only thing I want you to do is strive to be your best. Strive to be your best, okay? I challenge you to go out. I actually do. I want you to do this. I challenge you to go out today or or tomorrow, whatever you're, whenever you're listening to this, and I want you to expect things not to go perfectly and see how you react. I want you to go into your work today and be like, something's gonna something's gonna go wrong today. I'm pre- I'm prepared for it. I know today's not gonna go perfect. I want you to do that. I challenge you to go out and expect things not to go perfectly and then observe how you react. Okay? So now that I have read uh, and given you this information about the 11 stresses, the first thing that you need to make sure is that you do not view yourself as unworthy or adequate because you do not think this way because you are not. If you are in this situation right now currently and you think that you um, are this way, you're not, you're not inadequate and you're not unworthy. You are amazing. You are good and you are blessed. And there are ways to change this type of thinking. Okay. So number one, try to avoid unconditional terms such as never or always. Okay. Try get those out of your vocabulary, put them on your phone. Um, take them, uh, put them in your car to you never use, try, try to place it somewhere to remind you every single day. I do not need to use never or always. Try to avoid the unconditional terms such as never or always. Get them out. Get them out. Get them out. Okay? If you can release yourself from the chains of never and always, you're going to take a weight of the world off your shoulders. Okay? Because never and always very seldom happen. Okay, number two. Like I said, look to see if there are any gray areas in your situation. You have to find the gray areas in your situation. 
Okay, I had to look and see, open up my eyes and be like, you know what, man? Okay, I didn't make this team, but I just got all this cool free gear. I got a snare drum. I got some cymbals. I got an endorsement through a drum company. Uh, all these blessings for winning this uh, drum competition. And I totally just put it up in the back of my head. Open it up and look at your blessings, guys. Look at the blessings. All right. Number three, try to find the positive side of the situation. There's always a positive side. You just have to find it. If anything, <laughs> I'll give you one right now. I don't care how bad your day is going. I don't care where you are in your life. You're alive. There you go. That's a blessing. You're alive. And then number four, you need to have a great support group, family, friends, mentors, etc. Have a great support team around you. That's going to help drastically is having that support team there to influence you, there to encourage you, there to motivate you. You need that motivation. Okay, guys, so go out, be your best, don't try to be perfect, surround yourself by the right people, and just know that you are amazing. Have a great day. See you next time.